start preaching um, quite a bit whenever my assignment is this morning because I've asked to look at the scripture. And I know you're learning to grow in the Holy Spirit. But when you grow in the Holy Spirit, you have to give him the liberty to change what you're going to say. You know, we talk about, I don't know, Dave, we talk about intervarsity of our view, we talk about the Lordship issue. And sometimes it's the Lordship and the choices that we make um, as far as our life is concerned. And sometimes there's a Lordship issue when the Holy Spirit wants to change his direction. Because if you could put the scripture back up, verse 3, you know, the person, you know, I, we want to, I need to be, or I need to desire to be like that person that's planted by the trees of living water that brings forth fruit in season. So I don't want to bring you bad words. I'm saying to you, the Holy Spirit, my desire is that the Holy Spirit will use the fruit of me, that you may eat of the tree of life, and that your soul is nourished. And then when you leave here, you just didn't hear some words, that there has been a change, that your eyes of understanding have been opened, that you would know the glorious hope. So I'd like to pray for us uh, first before we start, because um, I'm praying for prayers from the book of Ephesians, and I want to thank Day for reminding me. I didn't know that. And it's funny, that was in 2003? Yeah, that's 13 years ago. And what I didn't know, I didn't know Dave from, you know, home around. But you know what? When you're pastor, you have a mentor. You have a mental authority. So here I am saying, I didn't know. And that's how Holy Spirit works. <laughs> he knows. He's all-knowing. We just have to be obedient to walk in it. And all right, let's pray. <laughs> now, these prayers are taken from the book of Ephesians. Um, so, Lord, we thank you that we have not stopped praying for a renewed church. And we remember you, that we keep asking you, the God of our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, that you will give to them the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that they may know you better, that their eyes of their hearts will be enlightened in order that they may know to the hope that which has been called upon them, the riches of their glorious inheritance as your holy people. So, Father, we do thank you that that is your desire. As Paul released that over the church of Ephesus, that Paul's desire was for them to see a different dimension of you. We declare that the renewed church will see a new dimension of you. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven on earth uh, derive the name. We pray out that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with his power through his might in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and grounded and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how deep is the love of Christ and to know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be full to the measure of all his fullness. Now to him, now to you, Lord, who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or think according to your power that works in us. May that be released upon the renewed church in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you want to know where I pray from, that's from Ephesians 1, 16 through 18. And the next one is Ephesians 3, 14 through 20. So, to tell you the truth, I've been waiting for eons. God gave me, I was preaching in Maryland, 1999, and the Lord gave me a revelation, a new fresh revelation of the scripture. Um, 
of not just you know we read this description and see blessed yada yada yada, but to really see the progression of things when there's a perversion of truth and how we walk out of God's will um, and get those things that aren't designed for Him. And I appreciate in the book of Proverbs, I didn't even see this before, how in the book of Proverbs, in the first chapter, when he sees the preeminence of wisdom, Solomon writes the preeminence of wisdom, and how he keeps our path clear, and how it keeps us from walking into those evil things. And not saying evil that they're wrong, let me define evil. I'm saying those things that take you out of the Father's will for your life. Each of you has a gift. You have a gift that has been given through your heaven. And it is the gift of your gender. It is the gift of your ethnos. It is the gift of when you were born in time. And I tell you this. God made you. He broke the mold. Do you realize there will never ever be in God's eternity his creation someone like you? Never again. You may have children with someone else, but they will not be you. And I want you to know that today, that the Lord's heart is for you to grow. And not just to grow in discipline as well, because you do need discipline. But that discipline, if it's not rooted in the knowledge of who he is, you're just doing religious acts. This is a relational thing. This is when you come, if you read the book of Psalms, the author, if you read them very carefully, the author's not in a good mood most of the time. <laughs> Lord, you know, it's like, oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord, you know, those people, they were wrong. Go ahead and bless them. No, he said, no, smite them. Kill them. <laughs> and you all have days like that. And that's those times when we can engage into coming into understanding of a victim mentality, saying, I want to get back. I want restitution. Unfortunately, that's not always the kingdom's way. So that's my little commercial right there, you know, about getting this. I'll just delve into this a little bit because I want to address something that your pastor said. I'm not calling him David. That's your pastor. That's a spiritual authority that's acknowledged in the heavens. Um, and we want to honor that gift. For this house, he the man. Sorry, and I don't mean to shame you and put you out like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to, because I'm married to someone who's Asian, so I don't mean to shame you. I, I, want, to make a, I want to make an announcement. If anything, if anybody's unclear about who's in charge, first Jesus, he put David here. So I want to establish that. I want to honor that. And, and there's a blessing from honoring him, honoring him that, in that position, because God puts men down, but he also raises them up. Men down. So that gives the end. So let's just, we're going to take a quick stab look at this because when your pastor mentioned about intercessory prayer, and he's going to try it. Um, the Lord really quickened me something for, for not just for you, but for folks here who don't under, may not even understand that. But we want to do this first. We want to honor, we want to honor the word of the Lord first. And really, how I broke it down, because if this was homiletics or if you're in seminary or the hermeneutics, I would not be in a degree. This is this is Adam interpretation. The ALT. The Adam Living Translation. So 
When I first looked at the verse 1, I saw three things. I saw a progression of things. I saw, number one, God wants to bless. There's a blessing. But in that blessing, blessing is, the author could have said, well, don't do this, don't do that. The author said, blessed is the man who does not do this. And the progression that God showed me in 1999 is that when we want to get out of his will, it just doesn't happen like that. It happens in a progression that we may not see and that we might be blinded to, that he wants to make us aware of when attitudes and when things crop into your heart that really take you in places and show the growth that's coming because of an incident and an event in your life that makes you go out. There's, there's three things he began to show me. Now, he didn't show me this in 1999. He showed me this in 2016. This part. So it starts by, blessed is the one who does not walk instead of the wicked. My wife gets mad at me. She yells. She, she won't say yell. She's not happy. And of course, I get mad. She thinks she is. I mean, she is right. But in my pride and my ego, I'm arguing. So I'm walking. I'm walking. Sorry. Y'all might move your necks. I like to move. <laughs> This will not happen. How do I marry her? Now remember, I'm wrong. I'm translating it from my translation. I'm walking. So I walk up. I say, yo, man, my wife, my wife said this about me. And, you know, and, and my friend says, yeah, so does my wife. <laughs> so I want these women. And that minute, we start walking together in agreement. The Bible says, He that findeth the wife findeth a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So I have renounced that favor. I think I'm hitting somebody because it got real quiet. God loves you. So <laughs> I start walking in the wickedness, in the perversion of thoughts, and I brought that into agreement with someone. So now I'm walking in this wickedness. And I'm walking. And what happens when I start walking, that thought, I begin to ruminate on that thought. That thought goes from she's wrong to something else. Sorry. It, 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 walks, it works into something completely different. Where she was trying to tell me in love I need to do something. I don't know, way, way, way somewhere that wasn't even God's intent. Well, my heart was not going to posture to hear this. So, for example, trust me. All right, men know you got growing this, so this be real. <laughs> because of it. So, we're walking. I ruminated on this. Excuse me. I ruminated. It becomes an obsession of my thought. I walk. I'm tired of walking. Now I'm standing with a gang of men disgruntled. And we all complain about our wives. We will step, we have sinned, sinners. And, 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 and they may not be saved. Now they're just guys who just want to be on the man. Just guys. And we're, we're, we have this little cabal together. And we're standing. So, two words to correct me had taken me way, way 
some seagull feel all the way to pull in my phone. Because I'm thinking, oh, wow. Because of one word, because of the attitudes of my heart, the pride. Thinking, I'm right. I know better. What is she thinking about? So now I've gone from walking with a friend. Now I'm in the game. And we're just all complaining about our wives and all this. And guess what happens? We're tired of walking. We're tired of standing. And two words of correction throws me in such a tizzy. I'm ready to go home in the battle. Because I ruminated on this thought. I digested this thought. And I don't talk about ruminating. I'll wake up with it. I, I think about it. I can't even sleep. And I have gotten to the point where I have lost the joy of the blessing and the promise of what the Lord had in my marriage. Now that's just an example. But do you see the progression? Have you walked through those things where a word of offense has taken, a word of offense misconstrued has taken a relationship that was once close and now broken because of perception? Because of those things. And those are the things. When we grow, you have to understand. Anybody here farms? Anybody plant plant? You know, you know, houses, you know, when you mow your lawn and you're not as green and lush, you still gotta watch out for weeds. You still gotta pull weeds. So we want to be a people who avoid, we want to be cognizant. And we want to grow in that area, cognizant. What's going on in my heart? What is my attitude? What are my thoughts towards something? Because trust me, if you live long enough, somebody's going to offend you. You're going to get mad. You're going to have a disagreement. So I'm sorry, just settle that right now. We're going to make mistakes. And you can't make everybody happy. It's humanly impossible, especially if you can't make yourself happy. So, let's get back to our scripture. We don't want to be that. We want to take the light and the law of the Lord. We want to take, what does the word of God say? When I use my example, there are words of God that address that situation. But I don't know that unless I study, unless I meditate, unless I drink, unless I eat on it. And then so, you know, go to your brother. Figure it out. Don't let the sun go down in your wrath. You know, keep short accounts, forgive very quickly, and all those other things. And that's the blessing because there's the blessing of the Lord. The blessing is the person that brings fruit. The person is the one that understands. So sometimes your fruit may not be what you look like. Your fruit might be responding in a godly manner. Responding in a way that does not facilitate or the word ignite a broken relationship. I didn't even mean to go here. This this is not where I was going. You know, sometimes Dave knows when you write, or somebody you know in your professional lines, you have a project, you do a presentation, it's like an airplane, and you got all these thoughts, and you know, it's great, you start, you get to meet, you get right, and then you land it to make it and we want to land this because we want, as a community of believers, we want you to grow. It's your pastor's desire that you grow in compassion. You grow in forgiveness. 
We grow in the fruits of the Spirit. You grow in the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. You know those things because you bring fruit. And one of our staff members, um, Jeremiah, would say, um, he's uh, airing the record within the varsity. Some of you may know him. He says, some of us, the reality, we may be the only Jesus that someone sees. And I got I we have good days and we have bad days. Let's be real. We have good moments, we have bad moments. And sometimes we don't reflect that, but we want to be able to bear the fruit of the Lord Jesus Christ in every situation that we're in. We we don't want to engage. Human reaction is normal. Emotions really communicate to us what's really going on inside of us. I didn't know that until I got married. I'm not emotionally aware of person until I got married. And my wife said, well, what's wrong with you, man? Okay, fine. And she's going to speak later in the month, too. But, um, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just telling the truth, Shane. I'm telling myself. I know me better than, you know. So why, why come up here and put up a sign? No, 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 no. This is real. You know, this is the reality. And when we look at scriptures sometimes, and you have to remember that when these scriptures were written, trust me, these folks may not have had a great day. They had a revelation. They might have been in pain. They may have been responding to something and realizing that my response to that is not God's response. You know, there's times if you read certain times, things like, you know, yeah, no, kill them, kill them, kill them. Stop. But I will rejoice in that my salvation. I will be like this, you know, or some of the writers in the Psalms, you know, yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. So those are the things that, uh, you know, God has placed in my heart for this group. You know, as you grow, know yourself. Not only know the word, but ruminate it, chew on it. Understand that Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. Um, which now leads me to my next one. When your pastor mentioned about intercessory prayer, something said, ding a 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 There's no shame, and there's no video, right? So, does anybody, who, anybody here will volunteer? What do they think intercessory prayer is? I think it's very important that you understand what it is. Anybody want to take a stab at what they think intercessory prayer is? When you pray for God to do something for somebody else. Okay, what about you? Pray stand between God and someone and pray over this person. There you go. Two of you are absolutely right. And it's ironic, you go ahead and fist pump. Culture <laughs> tends to say, honestly, not, not by show of hands, so I'm going to call anybody out. <laughs> when you think of intercessory prayer, okay, I'm going to give you an option. <laughs> when you think of intercessory prayer, if you think about women, raise your hand. People who pray. Are they women? Raise your hand. I got one, two, three, four. Who thinks of men when they intercessory prayer? One person. <laughs> You win the prize. You want to know why? <laughs> because in Scripture, and, and, and thank God for the intercessors, because 
women pray, and I'm not going to say because thank God, because I don't know where the church of Jesus Christ would be. Lost. <laughs> It'd be lost. But here I am. It's ironic if your pastor says that because of the scripture men are intercessors. And, you know, he says he's trying this thing, and I, what I like about modern technology is, is like, there's a book that I have um, at home, but I don't have time to go home. So I just got on Kindle. Uh, a book that I got, wow, now this is really 20 years ago, um, that really talks about the three elements of prayer. So basically, this is two messages from Christ of one. Um, really, because I think in my heart of hearts, when Dave said that, I really believe that God wants to take your house, your, your work, in a direction and a path that you have not seen before. And why it's so preeminent and important is because in most churches you don't see leaders praying. Well, black churches you just don't see leaders praying where I come from in this coast. And the fact that the head, the pastor of this church says I want to drive this name tells me that the Lord is really wanting to touch on me. Because some of you don't think you pray. I mean, what? Can, let's be honest. Most people think going to prayer is like you shut in, you sit in a room for eight hours in the dark, and like, what do you do? You pray your heart out, oh, I'm going to sit there, and 15 minutes have gone by. Is that, am I talking true? <laughs> you think you pray all day long. You've been there 15 minutes. You don't pray everything you know. Am I telling the truth? Tell them now. <laughs> Come on now, because I've been there. But what happens is, when you make the discipline, the fact is, when you pray, you're making an announcement to heaven. You're saying, Lord, I'm telling the world, and I'm telling you, that right now, that this time I'm giving it to you. I'm, this time is holy, and I want to meet and there's things that are going on in the world um, that, you know, I can't stand in the pulpit and say we need to pray for. But I want to meet with you right here and make an agreement and, 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 and try to make sense of what's going on. Now, has anybody ever had that happen where you see something in the world and you're like, what's going on in your in bed? And you can't sleep because it's bothering you. Anybody think like that? Do you realize that's a form of praying? So I want you to get out of the mold of praying. Because see, guys, you can pray driving. I got five minutes, so. You can pray while you're driving in the car. You can pray at work. Some people, some people, I'm going to tell you this. Some people pray, you don't even know you're praying. I'm just thinking, oh, well, you know. Oh, I'm talking to God, Lord. In your head, in your mind, you don't think you're praying. And I want to encourage you as you go into Lent, as you think you're growing, so you are bringing the fruit of the kingdom, is that there are things that God wants to put in you and do through you that you don't even know are in And I just, and I want to close with this, and I want to tell you. Um, I met this gentleman. He's gone home to be with Jesus. I 
I met this gentleman, I downloaded this book, and I, I, I want to read the importance of prayer. Because um, this gentleman, he trained his church to pray together at 3 o'clock in the morning to pray. And he had a job as a professor. It's crazy. So he says in this book, prayer is the most important work on earth. Prayer is very hard Prayer is the greatest thing anyone can do on earth to advance the interests of God, the church, and himself. Prayer is the rail on which the locomotive of God is power. Prayer has more power locked up in it than the time bomb. God's able soldiers are going through prayer. And here's one more thing. He says something first. One praying person can change life, a family, a city, a nation, you think our nation needs some change? This is where we start. And if you don't believe me, that one man, let's turn to Ezekiel 22 real quick. And I'm going to pray and close. Pray real quick and close. And um, um, and there's times where God is sought from man. Excuse me, let me use real Bible. I like this electronic stuff, but I'm not. You save too much time. I don't expect you to. This is the goal. If you haven't seen Super Bowl Babies, you need to go look at that on YouTube and wait till you get to one minute and six seconds. You will understand what I'm saying. You see how practice. Okay. I'm close here. In the book of Ezekiel 22, God, they were said, Jerusalem was out of control. You could just say, and they were out of This is God's chosen people. God is saying, look, I'm going to judge them. They, they have a line. We got to get this straight. That's verse 1. And this is what he said in verse 30. After all the things that he did wrong, he says, I look for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the so I would not have destroyed it. I have found none. God is calling, I don't know God wants you to grow in this area, this division. How he does it, I don't know. God will give you pastors. But he's looking for that person who will stand again. Who will, and I mean, really don't, don't like it. Oh no, I missed it. There'll be something in your sphere of influence that you'll see that only you have the responsibility. Something I can't go where some of you go. None of us in this church can go where you go. But where you go, you represent the Lord and His kingdom and have that authority to stand in the gap before things get out of control. So I want you, you want your pastor wants you to grow. The Lord wants you to grow. He wants to take you to do to do new things that you didn't think. Us? God look around us? This gang? Could you imagine if Jesus looked at his disciples? <laughs> These twelve? <laughs> that one more cusses. And the bad part, and one will sell one will sell me out for 30 pieces of soup. For this, 
And Jesus' heart was to do with the will of the Father. And he used it to turn the world upside down. And here's the best one. He used some old murderer who killed people in the church. <laughs> he, you know, he killed Paul, Paul, Paul. Yeah, I mean, I would kill people. Okay, and then he used them. <laughs> Would that be you? I don't care what you do. You don't want to You want to get converted. I'm sorry. Well, hey, you don't know. There's people. Listen. Listen. You know, we hear the news about ISIS. But trust me, don't you think God can turn, meet them where they are, and turn them around, and they'll be the biggest preachers of the gospel in the world? He can do it. Ever than a gun, and what I went to say was, don't ever than a gun. He says you can do for you. He has gifted you. He has equipped you. He has given you the skill set to move mountains. You just got to move. So, Lord, we want to be people who will bring fruit, who by the rivers of living water. Lord, to bless you, to honor you. Lord, that we won't walk in offense. We won't get so out of your will. Father, that your grace is more than sufficient. Father, for this charge, this desire that Dave wants to try, the pastor, Lord, that you will give him grace immeasurably. Lord, that he will pray for not only people, but that we people in here who will experience an awakening and awakening of who they are. And more where they thought they could not be spiritual. Because everybody can't stand up here. But we all can come to your throne of grace in time of mercy. So Lord, release your gifts to your people as they come and they consecrate this through their Lent season. Lord, that you will speak to them in ways they couldn't imagine. Lord, through their fasting and prayers. So may Jesus be glorified. In your name, and we seal this under the power of your blood.